A lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while, but some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do. So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. Welcome to the DNA Airwaves. Wow, it's aggressive. I'm uh, I'm Matt. I lost my microphone, so I sound like this. There's Dariki. He still sounds great. Yo. And there's Anthony. He sounds even better. How are you? Ooh, nice. I'm great after that fine compliment, man. What a way to start. Yeah. yeah what a way to start. Good. Yeah. How you doing today, Matt? I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, you know. Good. Just relaxing, working from home. Nice, yeah, 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 yeah. What's the uh, coolest thing you guys have done so far this summer? The coolest thing, ha, <laughs> cheesy, cold plunge. How'd you like that? Oh, how often do you do that? Um, truthfully, I stopped because I grossed myself out thinking about how unclean the water could be in a shared, shared, uh, cold tank. Yeah. So I've just been cold showering, and actually, let me drop this because i don't know if there's a lot of guys who have mapped out where you can find the coldest showers in particular cities but i have because you know what sucks what is to be expecting coldest an ice cold showers. shower in not at home obviously i don't just go to right. people's houses but maybe if you have a super cold shower let me know but um <laughs> it sucks to be expecting an ice cold shower and then you're like this is it come on yeah. so there's yeah. one particular location that i won't touch because of that but um, I went on a little tangent. Some people You're, would say that that's just an advanced uh, facility that doesn't give you cold water because they always warm it up for you. Mm. Fail. No, no, we need that cold ice, ice, icy. Yeah, icy. man. Um, so I'm, I'm going to stick with that for the coolest thing because I really, other than that, I've just been working and hanging out with no, family. You've done team. Ontario travelings. You've okay, I've done a couple trips that we bored them with listening about, oh, you went to Guelph, how exciting. But that was fun. We'll call that my coolest and see if someone can show me up. What about you, Matt? Uh, yeah, not not too much traveling this summer. It's been a, a busy summer and a very yeah. muggy summer, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. What about That's you, your coolest you to... thing, though? That's your coolest My thing coolest is not too thing? much? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. This this summer, it's been uh, local. It's been local. Okay. Okay. Uh, I The city is amazing. I mean, no slight yeah, to Hamilton. Toronto's pretty cool. Just not enjoying much of it, that's all. Uh, no, I mean, like, I go out, and, you know, bike rides. Steal you bike? People. You know, the, the usual. This is a new one. I didn't know you bike. Well, I don't bike. I can ride a bicycle. <laughs> you know when people call themselves gamers? And you're like, you just, that's you not, play. I mean, yes, if okay. you work as a gamer, 
I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Is that term? the criteria? That always rubs me weird. Are you not the thing unless you get paid for the thing, or do you have to be past a certain threshold? That's a good question. That is a good question. What certifies a gamer to be called a gamer? Or like a runner. You know, I'm a runner. I think a yeah. runner is a person that wakes up every morning at six in the morning and does like at least a 3K or something. But people, I don't know. If you, if, yeah, if you yeah. run four times a week, I would certify you as a runner. If you cycle four times a week, and I don't okay. mean just like casually, but you actually put in some work and you actually like cycle hard, maybe more than 10 kilometers. There. I would probably okay. say you could say you're an amateur cyclist. Amateur, and folks, I guess would you certify word, yeah. people? That's, our, that's another business we have. We certify yeah. people. If you want to be yeah. called a true gamer, you come to us and you show us your gaming skills. <laughs> your credentials. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It, uh, it's rubbed me the wrong way for a while. And I know mm. it doesn't matter. But it, it just seems like with some things, people give themselves titles too much like yeah, people I with think... cameras that call themselves photographers oh lord that's a huge one yeah and that's <laughs> that again right how do you define because if you are taking pictures for other people and getting anything what does that make you yeah, yeah the camera getting paid right. to take pictures it's just but if you're just taking pictures of like your family and like birds and stuff and not getting paid are you really a photographer or is it just a hobby you like to okay and then what about the guy or gal or whatever with the camera taking the most beautiful pictures you've ever seen that just does it as a hobby are they a, a photographer? photographer yeah they're, they're an, an amateur artist. photographer mm, amateur so i think so we have to put amateur in front of anything sold. until you get paid amateur oh, gamer yeah why don't we do mm. that people uh, if unless you're in a league and you call yourself a gamer just call yourself an amateur gamer and be true to life fair fair but go. i think five or six years ago that was impossible because back in my day, there was no like professional gaming. So you were just, if you played in a ridiculous amount of video games, you would just consider yourself a gamer, I guess. Yeah, true. I guess, yeah. I, I guess anybody who uh, even tries to fly a plane is a pilot in that moment. In that and like, moment. I guess in yeah. musicians could say the same thing. Like, are you a drummer unless you're getting paid to drum? What if you're a really good drummer, but you're not getting paid? And then it's like, are you drumming for small events? Are you on the road with right. a big artist? And I guess there's yeah. just levels to things. Hey, just be what know. you think you're, you are. Be what you feel you are. You're making some good points. Um, you still but hate gamers? <laughs> gamers specifically, it's like, it's a game. You're playing a game, right? You're hey, playing a yeah, game yeah. to relax. We're all playing the game to, of life. Uh, to go over mm. some emotions, to disconnect from the world. You know, I, I go on walks. Does that make me oh, a walker? Something. Yeah. I guess so. No bearing. Okay, try that again. What are you trying? What are you doing? I thought you. I was were told asking. that was yeah, a sign from, from Call of Duty. Someone told me the other day that that was like a thing from. Oh, you know, game. people can't see you, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just talking to Dariki. This is not for. This is an audience participation here. <laughs> it's a conversation. Matt, welcome to it. Actually, um, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not that heavy into Call of Duty to get. Oh, that, okay. That seems more like a a army thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, sure that's where it comes yeah. from. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually I telling, this way. <laughs> I was telling Dariki uh, we we had a, an MPL gig doing photography for. Um, like the call of duty championship cool and uh they had i was really surprised because the the i was working for the minnesota team and they had two teams they had the pros and like the ohl version the qualifiers 
And okay. those guys were all, all of them were from Spain and spoke Spanish to each other, the Minnesota really? team. And it was really funny because these guys, um, mostly guys, there are girls too, um, are, they, they have very aggressive moments. Like when they get a good shot, they stand up and they're like, fuck you, you loser and all that. But the yeah, Spanish yeah. guys didn't quite know. Like, I don't know. They haven't heard of the Me Too movement yet, or I don't know what. Uh, and when, <laughs> when they, at first they were very quiet. Yeah, and then like when they got a little cockier, they started standing up and just yelling things at the, at the, the opponents that we just don't say in North America anymore. Yeah. You yeah, know, like yeah. F words and stuff. And everyone's right, like, right. uh oh. Oh, uh, it was went too a funny far, moment. Too far. Yeah, because they just they just didn't know. Somebody told them like, "Hey, uh, welcome to North America. We don't call people that anymore." <laughs> here's here's the like, manual. Oh. It's a pretty yeah, big manual, manual if you're going to hand guess, them out. Though yeah, I never even thought about that. That whole idea of just like some of the words that we've outlawed, other countries are still like, "No, those mm -hmm. are cool." Mm, yeah, interesting. Huh. Yeah, yeah. That's often because they don't speak English, right? So for them, right. it's not, like the words "shit" and "fuck." In when I grew up in Hebrew, were totally commonplace for everybody like the teacher would drop something and she'd go fuck because right, it's right. a word in a different language that to us right. just means oh no right oh. right right got you wow hmm. yeah languages words and meaning those. yeah what is the meaning of a word is it just what you give it sometimes it's all magic I mean, my friend words are magic. magic huh they're spells they can be <laughs> I, think, spells. I think you're saying that in a different way than most commonly uh, understood but but it is a spell like i i if i say the word mattress to you i've just made neurons in your head fire and draw a picture of a mattress inside your head i did that to your head you did exactly. magic words exactly you said mattress magic. and i pictured a pillow how about that doesn't matter what you picture but yeah you still allowed you to conjure up stuff in your mind yeah. i didn't That's... picture anything i don't even think in pictures i think in words <laughs> Remember that conversation? <laughs> I love how he likes to just like, be a contrarian to the weirdest things. <laughs> I don't think in pictures. I reject your thoughts. No, that was from a, a previous conversation we had about thinking in colors and everything else. Oh, and Matt right, was right, saying right. something about, I forgot, you had a different view of, what was your thing actually? You think, like you you don't see the words, it was something. Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't think in in words and images. Right. What was what do you think in cables? Um, right, I do remember cables and cables. I think in cables and dope nuggets. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. True. I think everybody thinks this way, uh, just in their subconscious. Maybe just the ideas, full ideas. Like in my, the, I, I thought about this before. So we have our five senses, right? Right. Yeah. Imagine if we had more senses. Okay. Right. Right. They're just internal. So I think in other senses that then get translated. Whatever that that sounds very pretentious. I'm just I trying guess there to could find be a, a, an explanation. The sixth sense is something that's out there too. I don't know how deep we dive into yeah. that. But. You know what the sixth sense is? I forgot what it's called, but there's an actual sixth sense and Intuition? it is your ability to know where your body parts are without looking at them. Oh. So then interesting. So I I'm sorry, I we're not an information show, but Every time you move, there inside your muscles, there's these little dynamo, basically, engines. And when you move, they create a small electric signal that goes to your brain and says, this is my position now. Mm. So that's how you can 
that's how you can like show me one finger, two fingers without looking at your hands. That's how you know like that your right foot is behind your left foot and stuff. That's your si- Anthony just gave me a thumbs up and looked at it with surprise. <laughs> and it looked at his like, thumb. What's this thumb? <laughs> yeah. no, it didn't here. work. I didn't even know <laughs> I was gonna do this. My thumb just then he gave up. an affirmative head nod. He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your sense of balance is a sense. True. Yeah. 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 Ba- basically, uh, it, the consensus is that the whole five senses thing was bollocks. Medicine used to just be people just inventing things. Right. You know, they just look at the body and go, okay, blood comes from the stomach. So that, you know, and then later like, oh, it doesn't come from the stomach at all. Uh, So, yeah, the senses too. Like someone 300 years ago was like, we have five of them, deal with it. But really, a lot more. Interesting. That's another Dope Nugget by Professor Dope Nuggets. Professor Dope Nuggets. PhD. Start that, uh, yeah. (laughs) What's that, pretty hot dude? Pretty hot. Thanks, it took him a second. Uh, that just hit me. That hit me quick. Because I was hard. thinking of the Kanye one. Mm. Uh, it's so okay. funny. Which, how we uh, all, yeah. would be oh. false advertising. Mm. It's not pretty. What is it? Nobody? <laughs> yeah, nothing. I thought, thought Dariki would get that one. Well, what did you say? He wasn't even paying attention. I, he said PhD, and I was like, I thought you meant the Kanye way. Oh, I'm not going to explain my joke again. Yeah, because yeah, some genius guy. <laughs> I refuse to explain my joke. That is beautiful. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. So, Anthony. Yes. Um, Present. I want to ask you about playing songs with backing tracks that you haven't had a chance to learn too well. That's the How funniest setup for a question. It's like it's a, you're almost asking as if you're like, "Hey, I was at your show and I noticed that you didn't know the songs too well." <laughs> I, like, uh, I didn't think what? about that, um, and that's not what happened. Why am I the expert? <laughs> You know how often you play a line and then everybody in the control room just looks at each other like, hmm. Okay. Yeah. That happens all the time. Um, but I, I am curious because it terrifies me. And I guess I'm asking because I am slowly mobilizing to making some backing tracks for my own music. Okay. And I still have my anxieties from the, the time when I stood up and cut oh, my line. The and line. the backing tracks kept going. And it was right. an odd time signature. So I was like, oh, no, what do I do? And then I quit yeah. music forever. But you just what? stand and just like go ahead and <laughs> just salute. salute like that yeah. kid, yeah. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, but have you been in that situation? And, well, no, not the law. You don't ever lose, Anthony. But a situation where you haven't had a chance to really learn the music and you're just going by the backing tracks and what the, the little voice is. Oh, got you. Like that. Me. For myself, not really. Because I only really okay. use the backing tracks with the cue in like one particular setting where that wouldn't really happen or apply to me. But I know other people definitely do. It's like, it's a guide, but it could be a crutch because, like you said, um, and when you say backing tracks, you're not even speaking about the music. You're speaking about like the guide and the cues, saying like. Chorus. Sorry, that's what I right because the backing tracks really aren't for you. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. Right, so that's, that's what I meant. Sorry. That's good in the sense that it keeps everybody together without having to have, I guess, a person constantly reinforcing where we are in the song, at least not dynamically, but just like 
chorus, verse, that stuff. Um, but it could be a crutch because you don't have to really know the song. You just have to know the sections of the song. And then whenever you hear bridge, then that's where you're going. You don't have to know the song in uh, sequential order. So uh, don't even know what your question was at this point. I kind of <laughs> forgot, but I'm sure I answered it in one of those replies in there. Yeah. Well, ju- okay, the, quit. to me, I'm just thinking of like, if if you're playing a lot and you haven't had a chance to learn it and you're playing and you don't know what's coming next until that voice tells you. Right. Okay. Is that ever, does that happen where you're like, Oh no, where am I? Oh, thank you voice. Oh, you know what the thing is, I guess, because if you're playing with the tracks and you know that are the, the cues and you know that they're there, then you really can go off and like, just be lost in the music of the moment or, if you're directing the band, what other people are doing and not have to pay so close attention to where you are in the song because, right. you know, you're going to have that one bar reminder that you're going to the next section anyway. So, yeah. Okay. So next question that will make you uncomfortable. What is your <laughs> biggest pet peeve with playing, with working with drummers? What's the one thing oh, man, or the two funny. things that drummers... Uh, don't do or question. do the most, the most often across different people. That yep. makes you go, "Come on, drummers!" Uh, the number one, actually, is like it might be a close tie. I'd have to pull my inner thoughts to see who wins. But uh, pull your inner thighs. That, what? <laughs> what did you say? Off inner thoughts. I'd have to pull my inner self. Oh, to see okay. Don't pull your inner yeah. thighs on air. Pull my inner on air. <laughs> I'll save it. Very distracting having this conversation with you, right? <laughs> uh, number one is losing the click. Mm. Your number one job is to stay on time, followed closely by keeping the groove and the feel of the music. So yeah, losing the click is definitely number one. If you do that, it's almost this thing. And I was talking about this yesterday. Are you listening? To, are you, tap, you tapped my phone. I was talking yesterday about if the drummer is playing right on the click, the click disappears. You don't hear yeah. it in your ears. Yeah. But once they are, even if it's like a little a bit slightly, off. Slightly oh, off. Yeah. But when they're way sense. off, obviously. So it's almost like the, sometimes you won't even know that the click is there because it's it's just buried in the drummer's time. Uh, number two, I think, is just playing without intuition as far as like maybe it will be Playing the, just playing the wrong thing at the wrong time. Not even groove-wise, but even just playing a fill at the wrong time. Or playing a fill, this is a big one for me. Playing a fill even at the right time, but the wrong feel dynamically or rhythmically drives me nuts. Because some drummers go against the, you know, like the momentum of the song. You got a four on the floor, like, mm, 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 mm. And then the fill can take away from that, even temporarily, that kind of just like, plummets the feeling of the song do you think um it's an ego thing like the drummer's like watch this or is it just a not being in the right groove sometimes it's not being in the right groove and i guess as a musician it could apply to other instruments too where it's just like i want to try this thing here so if you're not in line like with what's happening musically and even in the room then yeah it could be an ego thing where you just want to throw something in because it was cool. Hmm. Yeah. Well, any follow-up questions? Diplomatic answer. Uh, I mean, I have a, what you said about the click disappearing is actually it's interesting because I've experienced this, but I never really thought like put it into words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y- yeah, you want the click to disappear, 
and it's a bit of a of a magical act because it really is you if you lose your guide you're good but if you can hear your guide you're off so yeah intrinsically every now yeah. and then you're gonna you need to hear a little bit of click to know i'm ahead or i'm earlier yeah yeah but it's, it's which one's better I, sorry to cut you off being ahead or early both of you i'm curious is it better to be ahead or, or is it better to be early mm. yeah behind i don't think there's a winner there man uh, there's there's a clear winner there's a clear i winner. thought it was going to be early so you're Ooh. saying if no behind but if you're playing ahead of the click then you're pushing the song too because then there's still that resistance i guess it depends on the style of music too maybe we're assuming if the drummer is always slightly ahead or always slightly behind it's not as much of a problem um because they're in time as far as the audience can tell right right yeah. but when it comes to like you're playing a fill let's say do you want if the drummer has no choice and he makes a mistake or she yeah um would you rather them being early or late the answer is late early sounds like you're overly eager late sounds like you like you mean it gotcha, it sounds like okay. you're at home and i even I, um there's a, a book that i love called mixing with your mind uh mm. what, it was written before uh editing before okay. uh, audio editing or rather yeah. it was written for tape and right. one of the tips there's a lot of tips about timing but the thing is you can't cut the tape at least not usually and fix it so it says mm. what to do if someone's early if someone like hits an early hit yeah you try yeah. to duck their volume a little bit but if somebody hits late surprisingly if you want it to sound right you make it louder that so moment when they're yeah. late because it makes it seem intentional yeah no that makes that makes good sense and also i mean if you're playing with depending on the music again if you're playing with the right set of musicians locked in if the drummer hits late like if you do your fill and hit on the like on the end of one or on the two even it's mm -hmm. almost like you set that up to be intentional and if everyone hits it with you then it's like you said it's it's nice it's, it's it seems planned but um yeah i thought Dariki, i thought you were asking about playing ahead of the click or behind it just like as an ongoing which would be a mm. different well thing both both that's another great question though if you had to pick one would you prefer someone ahead of the click or behind the click man i don't know either way i guess you're technically going to be one or the other unless you've got perfect timing which most people don't so i think don't yeah i figured I'd, that yeah i guess it might typically sway back and forth i don't know if i would choose one or the other consistently seems like a good job right. nuts, but. well a good drummer is ambidextrous in the sense that they could intend and this is actually something Dariki and the kind of music that dare i say you like a lot um like trip hop <laughs> dare kind of I thing the the hi-hat is always intentionally late right with, yeah, yeah on yeah, that yeah. kind of music right? i actually so. listened to a producer say he likes to be a little late on his like when he's doing drums yeah, he doesn't yeah. purposely do it perfectly on the or quantize quantize what's it quantize quantize um because he likes that little bit of like imperfection because it sounds a little bit more real but especially if you only do that to some of the drums and Got not to, you. Yeah, like yeah, a really yeah, good yeah. drummer in that kind of space can Makes keep sense. the kick on the one 
Yep, yep. And snare on the three, but the hi hats are like a t- 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 yeah, they're just like, a little okay. bit right. off. Right, right. Just because then you're going because yeah. then you're comparing the two at the same time. You're going here's the kick and here are the late hi hats. It makes you right. kind of feel like you're stumbling forward. Yeah, yeah. it's fair. Slug it. Yeah, slug it. That takes a lot of skill. Playing out of time on purpose takes almost more skill than playing in time. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And as a drummer, Matt, you would ask Anthony what bothers him um, as a bass player. What bothers you as a drummer when you're playing with other uh, instruments? Um, Well, maybe the biggest one would be when people rely on drums to hide their timing. Okay. Um, Mm. I (laughs) think... Some I, I don't think. Can you explain that though? Sorry, just for people that might yeah, not understand so exactly what you're saying. When I'm when you're learning drums and you start playing in bands with people, that it becomes very clear almost instantly that you even if you weren't told in 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 like drum class, you learn yeah. on the field that your job is to keep time. Right, right, mm-hmm. and and your job is to keep time and not be too showy. That's okay. another thing. Nobody wants right. to see all your skills. That's for practice. You, Interesting. Um, okay. But other musicians don't necessarily always have the same pressures. Like if right. a guitarist, when a guitarist in high school or wherever joins a band, um, people don't notice the timing of the guitarist as much because the drums are percussive. You can hear the beats, and the right. drummer always gets the slack for your early or late. Um, but the uh, a good drummer is trying to listen to the band too, so there can be cases where the the guitarist, the bassist less, bassists seem to understand timing better, um, where a guitarist would play very late or very early and th- and think that they can just hang it on the drum, right? Uh, but I, I guess that's just a peeve with anything when somebody shows up to work, uh, hoping that you'll pick up their slack. Right. Not a big fan yeah. of that. Yeah, okay. um, fair enough. Hold yeah, I mean, hold your. Otherwise, own. I haven't had too much of a problem with musician egos. Luckily, I hear that's a big issue. Yeah, uh, um, can be. Yep. But yeah, I think that's the the biggest one is you're all responsible for keeping time. <laughs> Not I made the, the mistake of telling a drummer that uh, he was playing too fast, and I regret uh, it. What do you mean? Why is that a mistake? Was he playing? First of all, was he playing too fast? Second of all, yes. was it your place to say? He was playing too fast, and it might not have been my place to say. But Wait, I was were you the, the artist? You I was the, the singer. I was the vocalist. Yeah, then yeah. it's definitely your place to say it. And uh, absolutely. Yeah, the response I got was pretty hilarious. What do you say? <laughs> Uh, he was just his arrogance came through and just let me know that I'm the singer, he's the drummer, and I shouldn't be worrying about that. And I was confused because I knew yeah, the song is, better than he did. That is and arrogance. I, yeah. I, I he wasn't even Our playing the right maybe. like rhythm. It was ignorance, but yeah, it was pretty funny. So I wonder, like, do you guys get annoyed when, especially like a vocalist, tells you guys something about your playing? No. I mean, it but you guys are nice guys, I guess, because I know you guys. You wouldn't, it wouldn't be weird. But like, what if a stranger that you were just like working with said something like, "Hey, Anthony, you mind not slapping the bass so hard?" Like, would you be like, "Bitch, shut up"? I mean, that'd be a or very you... specific weird one. But if I was slapping too <laughs> hard, the bass no. so hard, I mean, I'd be like, "Well, you want to talk know. to my compression about that?" Because I think <laughs> I should be cool. <laughs> 
Matt didn't get that. Uh, Come on, Matt. Comedy <laughs> <laughs> is jokes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like to leave you hanging. It's more fun. Like, <laughs> that, we, yeah, that makes. We've had so many better. compressor conversations. I was like, I thought you would have been all over that. That was a good one. <laughs> nope, not today. So good. <laughs> no, it was um, good. It was good. I did that to him a couple of days ago. He was saying some cheesy jokes. And I just, I want to laugh, but I would just let him, let it hang, let it hang, just let it go. That's, that's yeah, you have the whole best. Man. You know what? Speaking of wanting to hang, sorry, I, I'm just taking this somewhere completely different because you said that and it. Like mm. Matt's uh, mattress scenario, you took my mind somewhere else unintentionally mm. this time. <laughs> Wanting to hang. Tonight would have been a great time to hang um, yeah, at this have. concert that we were talking about earlier. And I want to talk about that because it's big for um, Toronto. Is it all Toronto? Really yes, really I don't know Toronto if I told artists, Matt. Right? I did tell Matt. I told you about the, this mm-hmm. concert. Because yeah, I, I was checking line. online yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah. And that's how Are we're going? it. We don't even. We haven't even said <laughs> what the it. concert okay, is. Okay, Next time. Right, cool. Yeah, let's Google it. We don't even know what day you shot this. Um, so, what's the concert called? I believe it's called the Great or uh, the Canadian North Stars. Something. Yeah, that's probably. It. I was going to. And it's it, like a build up to the OVO Fest, which Drake puts on. So they're having a show tonight with a '90s All Star cast of like. Hip hop and R and B, Toronto really legends. Pioneers, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah, pioneers. I'm gonna show them all the out. I got Let's the list right here. We got Shaw Clear, Frank and Dank, Glenn Lewis, In Essence, Julie Black, Cardinal Official, Keisha Shante, Chaos, Maestro, Rascals, Socrates, and Sean Desmond. And then I see it says special guest too, so probably a few yeah, more. Yeah, maybe Drizzy will show up, but he might be on vacation. But that would Listen, still be cool. Glenn Lewis didn't mm-hmm. get enough credit. Oh, I agree. What oh, I is, super agree. Like, you read all those names, and I'm like, yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. And then Glenn Lewis, I'm like, oh my God, Glenn Lewis. Yeah. Right. yeah. What yeah. a great artist. And then he, he went to New York. He had a band in New York called The Playlist, and they were killing it. And I thought that would be, again, now is his chance he's going to blow up, at yeah. least here. And I just I barely heard about it, and I, the album was crazy, too. I was listening don't to him recently. It? it was one of the smoothest yeah. songs. Yeah. Such oh, a great man. song. And what's so great about that was I don't think it was written the way it was like the way the lyrics are. I don't think he wrote it for that arrangement, and it still sounds phenomenal. Like that's an example of late. That chorus is late. Ah. Whatever the lyric is, yeah, it's like intentionally like staggering like out. Just of a little bit. Yeah, that's an yeah. example. Yeah, that, but yeah, I, right. I agree. I think he had like three, four really great big songs. And then he went to the States. He had a little bit of momentum in the yeah. U.S. And I thought, oh, my God, this guy's going to be. And he sounds like Stevie Wonder. It was like, who doesn't want to hear his voice was yeah. really, really good. But he was one of those guys. Again, there's so many. And another guy on that list that I was telling Anthony off, like Glenn Lewis was big. Mm-hmm. And I think he doesn't get enough credit. But I think someone else on that list that doesn't get enough credit is chaos because to me he's made one if not two of the greatest canadian albums of all time and i'll stand behind that and i'll argue to the death if it's not exit or joyful rebellion i don't understand if you can consider yourself a canadian hip-hop music fan because that to me is both of those albums are in my top 10 for canadian albums like speaking of chaos is canine coming Another one that you'd think oh, okay, he had yeah. international success, but he's probably in Africa touring. The Dusty Foot Philosopher. Right. Something. When I get older, right after that. Yeah, so, the Dusty yeah. Foot Philosopher was an amazing album. 
should have been in the national. Yeah, and yeah, you're absolutely right. What about Snow? Is he coming? <laughs> no, in Fama. It was weird. <laughs> I actually watched an interview with Snow, yeah. and I didn't know that he was on trial for murder. Did you oh. guys know that? No, I no. didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, he was a gangster apparently, and I Plot didn't twist. know that. But I kind of thought it was just like a gimmick at the time. But he was well respected in Jamaica. He had a run, like it That's was surprisingly true. how respected he was in Jamaica. Like he had a song that destroyed the Jamaican reggae charts. "I Will Do Anything for You." Yeah, that was one of the biggest songs in that same time period of like the '90s. That yeah, song rang off. Yeah. rang rang off and then he had an all-star lineup of buju like i forget everyone that was on it but it was like the reggae version remember when he got the actual like jamaican artists on it that yeah. remix was tremendous but he grew up in toronto right yeah yeah hmm. oh, really weird, he just learned Pacwa on the streets of toronto i guess so just in his neighborhood i i uh i only look, clicked on this one salacious clickbait link that talked about his like his right. murder trial mm-hmm. um but i would love to hear more of that story because i was fascinated that he was a, such a gangster and that Wait, informed when, him on the his, show. Hmm? when was that the, when was the, the, show? the interview yeah yeah oh no sorry not Real the recently the uh the whole case trial or whatever happened i'm sure late ni- 80s early 90s then. okay just before he became because wow. informer is based on that so someone ratted him out, and I think that's the where the song, um, the oh. idea of the song came from. Someone ratted him. In Imagine when that snitch heard, that heard snow knows. on the radio. <laughs> right? Say what? Imagine when that snitch heard snow on the radio. Yeah. Oh, 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 Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, that would suck. That's crazy. Speaking of Bamba Clot, can you tell me some other... (laughs) I don't know if that's really a thing, but we'll go with it. Can you tell me some other... Because every now and then, you you let like a fun not or interesting Jamaican term slip, and I'm like, what was that? Do you have any other ones for me and the listeners at home? You know a fun one that I like, and I'll tell you this is because we're we're making you more and more Jamaican every episode, (laughs) is Jamaicans do this wonderful thing where... Certain words they use the they use twice. Like for a rock, they'll say rock stone, and I don't know why. Or ah, like jeans, cool. it'll be like jeans pants. Yeah. And yeah. I'm trying to think jeans shoe boot. There's another. Yo, what's my shoe boot? And you're like, wait, shoe boot? I don't understand. So which no, is jeans, or would it be jeans a boot pants? Shoe is my favorite. Way, I don't think it's. Not, don't that's ever not say to boot describe, shoe. Yeah. Say shoe that's definitely not to this. That's weird. Remember, and then there's like titty points. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I don't know point. why. It's like nothing you would ever say in What's a conversation. A it's a nipple, and they're both. Yeah, it's the titty <laughs> point. Point. Yeah. It's point, but it's spelled. It's said point. with like a titty point, point but it's said with titty that Patois accent. Oh, titty point. Like, I thought it was yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. like titty pint. Like a pint. If you said titty pint, Jamaicans would be like, "Oh, he's talking titty point." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> titty point. That is yeah, okay. There you go. So titty double up on some more. That's good. Jeans Iron Bird is a pint. good one. I like that one. Which one? For airplane, Iron Bird. Who says Iron Bird? I was like, what? Planes, Iron Bird? So like, here's where I know it from, and I stand corrected clearly. Uh, in high school, <laughs> uh, in high school, there was a new student from Jamaica named Jerome, and we uh-huh. were friends. 
And I was like, can I, how do I go about learning some Pacwa? And he's like, here's a website. And that's what the website had. Oh, it had like, it had recordings of people speaking Pacwa with the translation. And I I tried my best. And Ironbird was airplane. Yeah, I haven't heard that one myself. Yeah, that's that's at a date. Maybe at some point it was a thing. Yeah, staying correct. Yeah, very possible. But I've never heard that one. Ironbird. Yeah, I don't know. So I was trying to say it and think if I... Iron, iron, not high. No, high on, high on, high on bird. bird. You're definitely not going to hear a Jamaican say I, high on. Yeah. High on. Be oh, high on. I see. I am yeah, bird. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. There you go. Come on, man. I mean, no H's. They don't pronounce H's. Everything is like Aki and Hamilton. They would never say H. So if unless you really want to find your a, Unless there's not supposed to be an H. Like hacky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so hacky. that's why I'm is him. <laughs> Huh? What's that? We were That's both why laughing. him Sorry. is him. Who is him? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait, who, exactly. Oh, Who's him? That makes sense. Him. O-M-B. Who like, M-B? Yeah. yeah. O-M. Because I was like, I'm already stands for something. But okay, that makes more sense. You just took out the H. I'm already, that's beautiful. Oh, I love it. That was, that was, that was, that was good. Well, Jerome uh, led me astray. No, no, I don't maybe think he not. Because maybe at the time it was, it was probably thing, called was, the Iron Bird. Uh, maybe it was like a white boy wants to learn some Patwa. Here's a special website just for you. Just for you. And a lot of UK terms are Jamaican as well. Like you, a lot of stuff like frock and oh, like yeah, yeah, shoot, yeah. like words mm. that we wouldn't normally hear. It, it, I heard them in the UK. I'm like, oh, I thought that was a Jamaican word, but it turns out they're more you UK. Hear like Gordon Ramsay dropping some of those every now and then. Off. Yeah, he called they a lady. Said, they use so much more vocabulary than us. He, so he used that word, and I couldn't stop. I still laugh at him. I have to go replay the clip after this. Which one? Uh, yeah, he called this. <laughs> he told this big lady that she was running around the kitchen like Shrek in a frock, and that's like the funniest <laughs> thing I've heard on television in my life. Oh, he was the best. He's got some like classic the idiot sandwich one. That one. And then he had another guy in Hell's Kitchen. The guy like you know how he like kicked everyone out of the kitchen when they were doing bad? Every day. So he kicks everyone out and they're walking out, right? And the guy gets to the door and Chef Ramsey I guess he was saying something. (laughs) He said something smart to Chef Ramsey. Chef Ramsey heard it, so he calls him back. He's like, Come here, you come Come here. here." And he makes it makes him come right into his face. (laughs) Chef Ramsey just says it quietly. Fuck off. <laughs> you gotta watch oh, it. It's the best. Oh, what a character he puts on for those shows, though. It's crazy. I gotta tell you guys. Yeah. Have you ever been in a taping of a show like that? Hell no. no I wish I was. I've been yeah. to a few. It, I, here's what you'll like to know this. It's shot out of sequence, and there's always like a producer that jumps up and goes, can we do that again from that angle, man? Mm. Uh, and they go okay true, now yeah, now yeah. we're shooting the it's you kicking show. them away now we're shooting them so it's very possible in fact i i near guarantee that they do things like fuck off and they leave and then they do it again from another angle and then uh, maybe they do reshoots for the glazing and people you, just be man. like oh no i got kicked out but you have to wipe the tears and do it again it's all completely oh, man no completely i want to go i want to know I if do you, want to see, but specifically, it's a live Hell's dinner kitchen. service too, right? That's yeah, the one that yeah. And there's so much emotion. Now it's like, is it all fake? Show sucks, right? Like the tears. and then like the yeah. random person that tries to go up to the pass and to talk to chef. It's just like, wouldn't a producer strangle this person and be like, get away from the pass? Yeah, but like, uh, I guess when they are idiots, he allows it because he knows like chef's just going to obliterate the them. Magic's about to they happen. want people to keep watching. If it's just people be like, yes, chef, thank you, and then leaving. 
Yeah. You know, it wouldn't Good be anything. Point. You have to yeah, put yeah, bread yeah. on either side of their heads and call them an idiot sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh he's God. my favorite. I'd love to meet him. Like I legitimately want to meet him. I would I would yeah. fan out if I met Chef Ramsey. I love that comparison of him working with kids and then adults. Mm. And with the kid it's the brilliant. kid messes up and he's like, Oh, it's okay. It's okay, little guy. It's okay. And then yeah, an adult yeah. does the same thing. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's so <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because he can turn that thing on and off. Like he can be very compassionate and patient with people. And then at other times, he's like, oh, you fucking idiot. Yeah, and he's just freaking out. It's his word magic. He knows how to it's speak to Simon Cowell and penetrate. But he penetrates. Simon it's not just like wasted words for the point of trying to be overly aggressive. Like yeah, He hits yeah. people on like a psychological, emotional level. You've given up, haven't you? Yeah. You've given up. You're done. <laughs> so that's like his thing on, across all of his shows. He like penetrates the heart and then brings out yeah. the real the whatever best. chef yeah. or leader, whatever it is in that person. Which is love it. Why I love him, Mike. That's my impressive. I, I don't love him because I don't know him, but I love the example of him that I see. Too late. Too late. World knows you love him. It's, it's impossible. We should get him on the show. Oh, because I love him. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'd love it. I'd cook for him uh, just so Jeff? he could tell me my my or food. Should shit. I call you by your full name, Jeffrey? Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> Gordon Anthony Ramsey. Um. Yeah, that'd be nice. See if you can make it happen. That's one I'm definitely. I'll try my try. best. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave that to you. Um, Who's another celebrity you guys want, like non-musical, that you guys would really want to meet? Mike Tyson. Uh, Mike, Jimmy Mike Tyson. <laughs> Jimmy Carr would be a great conversation. Mm, yeah, it's about the conversation, you know, because there's yeah. people who I adore, who if I'd meet them, I'd just be like, whoa. You know? Yeah, it like Troy? Be, it wouldn't be Troy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't disappoint a pitcher. <laughs> yeah, so I'd want to meet somebody who I can sit down and talk with, not just somebody right. I admire. Yeah, yeah I guess there's, so. a, there's a difference there for sure. Because I think with Ramsey, there's so much admiration. I would try and get some questions out, but I would probably be asking like, so when did you become a chef? And I'd just be like, <laughs> fanned out. I hope not. I wouldn't be I able don't to think talk so. to you. There are people down. I disagree with who I'd like to talk to. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, that would be fun. And I think more people should do that. I really think that that's yeah. the key to actually coming to some understanding is talking to people you disagree with. Talking, yeah. not arguing. Speaking, actually, talking. Yeah, conversation. You can argue, but there's arguments don't need to be emotional, but you can have a discussion. Yeah. Arguments are not never necessary because you can always debate instead. Yeah, agreed. Why can't people just have civil debates and then be like, "Ah, I disagree." I'm I late. wish there was more uh, like more of that where people can sit and not get so worked up. I saw it once mm -hmm. with Sam Harris and someone else, but it was tough. It was a tough watch cuz they literally Sam Harris has the emotion of a iPhone, like he's, he's <laughs> really, really. Which Siri voice? Who? Which Siri voice? Oh, he said uh, he's an iPhone. The, the English one. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> but uh, him and uh, another gentleman that's a atheist, they mm. had a great conversation. I forget the guy who it was, but it was it was cool to see two people that disagree having a conversation where it didn't get heated. There was no name calling. It was just points were made, points were argued, debated, whatever you want to call it. And they left, shake hands, and they're still friends. I think more people, not maybe friends, but they just, they you know, simply agreed. Level. Yeah. Exactly. They I wish that friends. happened more. Yeah, you're right. 
Makes me think of uh, Daryl Davids. Yes, yes, and he's a great example of that. Because he converted people. Like his, what he's tell the for, audience who he is, just because I don't. Well, yeah, what he's known for, amongst other things, is he, he's a black gentleman who goes and talks with uh, clan members, and just has civil conversations. And very often, they give him the robes and go, "I'm done." And he has a robe yeah. collection. Yeah, he's over 200 robes from various clan members, dragons, and other high-ranking officials in the Ku Klux Klan. Dragons. What I would imagine, though, is that if he has 200 robes, he must have spoken to three, four hundred people, right? Thousands of people. And I would imagine that he doesn't leave those meetings being like, okay, well, fuck you, and fuck your club, and fuck your wife, and fuck your racist kids. I bet you he shakes their hands and goes, have a good day, and remains on some sort of good term with them. And that's a crazy example. I don't think I'd be able to do that. Um, but the point is, that seems to work a lot better. Yeah. You know? I, the argument end, doesn't end argument. at the end of the conversation. Or, so, or right. I guess you could say that either way. But uh, the conversation mm-hmm. continues right. long after because it's the actions of the guy and then future conversations and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Lesson there and not only is, that, uh, being civil. Sorry. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, be yeah. civil with people. Because when you're civil and you leave, Mm -hmm. even if they disagree with you, you're civil and then you leave and they go, oh, that guy's okay. Yeah. Yeah. As a human being, he's all right. I don't agree with him, but you don't have to. You don't have, exactly. You don't have to agree with everything that everyone says. Like, I hate people who wear lopsided headphones. I'm not going to make a big deal over it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, everyone, Matt's wearing lopsided headphones. I mean, intentionally, Uh, but I just didn't want to make fun of Dariki's shirt. I'm getting ready for my DJ career. Your DJ, yeah, it's coming. I heard that's not that's good my theory. that's my last stop. If everything else fails, I'll just be a DJ. Ooh, makes sense. Ding. No, explain that for all the DJs listening. I'd love to hear it. Why I'm is that kidding. your last stop? Well, um, nothing's coming. I I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> Being a DJ is no joke, and it's a lot of work. Yeah, before especially. the set, carrying all those crates around, it's nuts. Do, well, it depends on the kind of... De- Actually, you wanted to talk about this, about disc jockeys, right, Anthony? Or are right. we running out of time here? We're kind of running out of time. Uh, Maybe we'll lose But we should have a disc jockey conversation, and I don't want to leave it for like... Yeah, yeah right, yeah, yeah. right. But what we'll a DJ is has completely changed, True. and it's yep. many different things now. So some DJs do all of the prep beforehand, because it's a lot of multi-tracks and getting ready. Yeah. But then because it's so much prep, all they can do on set, uh, or on stage, really... Is press this play, bump? and it, it looks like they're not doing anything, but really they did it before. However, uh, some right. DJs didn't do it before. I know personally well, of right. DJs that just find a set online, put There's it on websites. a USB key, yeah. and go. And then they reach out for knobs and pretend to touch them. And That's the best. It's like, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Their yeah. equipment's not even hooked up. <laughs> it's not even hooked up. It's no, all DJs get any... judged because of it. Because you just they don't do, know. They do, it's not fair. You're just like, oh, is even doing yeah. anything? You just, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But I will say that maybe it's not as popular, but there are definitely ways for a DJ that does most of the prep ahead of time to put mm-hmm. on an interesting show. Case yep. in point, Daft Punk. Right. If you listen to okay. Daft Punk's Alive, like, it's too complicated for them to make that in, in live. 
Yeah, but yeah. they mash the songs together and they change tempos and they add weird rhythms and they have everything. That's what I think DJing should be now is manipulating songs in a live yeah. setting, like you said, mixing, blending, all of that stuff. Yeah. That's what more DJs should be doing as opposed to, you know, just click and play or whatever. Maybe I'll do I was thinking maybe uh do that and then also have some instruments around. Oh, and like, yeah. like as part of the DJing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe lay down some beats yourself, things like that. That could be fun. I haven't seen too fun. much of that. That would be fun. Neither have I. And I think a hybrid of, wow, yeah, like a show. Imagine a show with like Daft Punk and live instruments and they kind of do a back and forth. You know how you like DJ drummer thing? Yeah. You could yeah. do like a Daft Punk live instrument thing. That would be super dope. Infected yeah. Mushroom does that. And in oh, fact, really? I'll make that my recommendation. Converting vegetarians by infected mushroom. <laughs> wow. Okay. And then after that, you can listen to converting vegetarians too. But they have a lot of albums. It's uh, oh, that's the real name. That's yeah, I was hilarious. Like, oh, he's not joking. I thought you were like, I'm on a mission to convert vegetarians through infected mushrooms. That's no, a no, great that's name. name. Wow. Right? Yeah, I love it, and now I have give it to a listen. I <laughs> trance music <laughs> is, is a little dip. I feel like trance veered in a different direction for electronic music. Absolutely. Uh, and I don't think people in North America are, are as familiar with trance. No. Uh, and to be honest, it's not my favorite either, but Infected Mushroom really know what they're doing. Um, okay, interesting. They, you may have heard them uh, on the first track of Lady Gaga's Art Pop that was produced by them. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's a great song. And they are like just top musicians that make mind-bending crazy trance. Um, huh. So, yeah, in Converting Vegetarians by Infected Mushroom. They're an Israeli group. Wow. wow. Good For to real, know. That's yeah. a great recommendation. It is, yeah. Anthony, uh, do you have any uh, good recommendations? Yeah, super quick one here. Something I just started doing. Uh, maybe a little late to the party on this. Or maybe I'm the only one of the three of us that has started. I don't know. You'll let me know. But my recommendation is the classic single blade. Um, I've been shaving my face with that so instead of i've gone oh, back really? from the electric razor to the single blade old school barbershop sure, style. Yeah. and uh really? first of all my skin has stayed feeling just so i'm well, i don't have to smooth do this right clean. now but just smooth i was looking at myself and I'm like yeah just smooth and clean and uh another strange thing is years ago my barber told me this and i was i shrugged it off i don't even think i recalled it until the moment i had he told me that it's important for every man to spend time in front of the mirror every morning grooming himself. And it was just one of those things I was like, yeah, okay, that's cool because you're a barber. It's important to you. I never yeah, thought about yeah. it. And then like yeah. on day two of this blade thing, I'm like pulling my face and, well, sorry, microphone must stay positioned here. I was like pulling my face and like uh, doing the whole thing. And I was like, holy, I get it. I get it. There's like a connection somehow that I started to feel with myself. And I was like, huh, this is interesting. You take away the zzz of the razor. Oh, you're gonna kill the moment here. That's cool. No, I want to. I want to. I'll bring it down a bit with a, a sad story. My dad was <laughs> terminally ill uh, oh, for a while, man. and he laughing. and I remember he was like at home and moving was hard for him, and mm -hmm. he was like, "Bring me my shaver," and I did. Huh. And he shaved his face. Yeah. And he looked at me and he said, "When a man stops shaving, it's over." Wow. That's uh, unless, of course, they're grooming a beard. 
right? But they're still fixing it up and stuff. It's like when a man stops shaving and taking care of themselves, it's over. So I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can. That's a big thing. I took that to heart. I was like, no, wow. that's an interesting take. Hmm, so that that, that's just to add to what you were saying about checking in the mirror. And stuff. Yeah, I mean, especially that, like, yeah, that intimate um, taking out the elect. That's crazy. That's a big thought, man. I'm glad that you added yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You were ready for me to ruin it as I always do, but as I, you I, always do in this nice time, like, wow, yeah, yeah. Dariki is looking out into space. You're really he's thinking like, about it, eh? He's like, yeah. I was thinking of a recommendation, and then uh, <laughs> I, I just remembered. I was watching the UFC over the weekend, and this gentleman, Patty, he's called Patty the Batty. He's this scouser from <laughs> Liverpool, and he's just he's Patty a firecracker. Long but guy? he's on, yeah. But he's on, he's on the rise. He's just a young upcoming brash vocal real tough you know london guy not london but uk guy and uh he won his last fight in london it was a big deal and he took moment to just talk or dedicate the fight to a friend that he lost due Mm. to suicide two days before the fight and i thought his message was so powerful that i want to remind men specifically to find someone that they can talk to and that we as men hold in a lot of our demons and our emotions and we don't share them with people and guys sure. like this gentleman that passed away never got a chance to just kind of talk to another man or anybody about his problems and i think that even though we have some of these national campaigns i think there's never a bad time to start really talking about mental health and encouraging men especially black men and men in general men but black men specifically to break the stigma of you know talking about your feelings if it's to anyone it doesn't have to be a friend or a family member anyone you feel comfortable talking to but i think uh, my recommendation is yeah to get your feelings out or share your feelings with people because i know personally sometimes my thoughts are a little i don't want to say crazy because i hate that word but they can get a little eccentric and just talking to others like Matt or Anthony or my wife or anybody can help remind me that, you know, okay, a different perspective is important and I can kind of, you know, get off of this weird wavelength or frequency that I'm on just by sharing and having somebody else kind of contribute to that idea in my head, if that makes sense. And psychoanalysis has proven uh, over a century ago that even just the act of talking about it mm-hmm. for many people has a solution. It rewires your brain when you say it out loud. And it for, if, if there's anybody out there who thinks they don't have somebody they can talk to, talk to us. What's their email address? Absolutely. Podcast at thednaproject.ca. And Matt's cool. absolutely right. I will personally respond. If you tell me and you want to share a problem, I will take the time to respond. I and Anybody. we'll keep it private. Yeah, it would never be spoken about in the actual show. It would just be you and whoever responds to the email, if it's me, Anthony, or yeah. Matt. We're here for yeah, you, guys. Definitely, yeah. And ladies, and anybody else. That's binary. important. Everybody that feels alone, you're not alone. If you're listening to this, you are not alone. It's important. Cue Michael Jackson. Great talk, guys. I was just thinking, can we afford to... Use that. It's an expensive song, especially the guy that wrote it is a nasty man. So, really, wanna, yeah, is there a consequence in podcast? R. Kelly wrote that song. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. 
What do you mean that makes sense? But hold on, last question here because I know we're about to run. Is there a consequence for using music licensed on in podcast land? Because I thought that we were in some sort of. According to Alan Cross, uh, it's not even set up. Like, there's no way of doing it yet. Right. So it's from a legal perspective. It's a. Yeah, um, I think there's a a time limit. Okay. I think there's a time limit, and if you're talking over it, that helps. As I, I know podcasts that play music every intro, he does a little mix of like three songs oh, okay, and he okay. kind of is talking over it and he's putting sound effects. So maybe that, I don't know the legal ramifications, but it is interesting. I've heard. I think the I've legal ramifications aren't up yet. So and only in audio yet. format. Sorry, that's important. Mm. Only in audio format. Oh, you cannot do different, it. Yeah, you yeah YouTube, exactly. it's instant demonetization. Yeah, YouTube, demonetization. Yeah, They'll take the yeah, yeah. video down. All right. Well, speaking of taking it down, I'm about to take myself down for a little nap. <laughs> I'm just joking, but it sounded like it was a cool thing to segue but out here. do you nap? Yeah. Every champion naps. Are you kidding me? If you could get yeah, a chance. Champion. Champion. I could. I was like, I want to say, man, I don't, whatever. Every champion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I get a little concerned about the words I'm about to say to describe a thing. So I just go with a generic now. Um, hey. Napping is good. Yeah, I don't nap daily, but when I can. Like if I was working a nine to five, thousand percent I'd be napping at some point that I could get away with during the day. Just if you're looking to hire me, consider I figured with someone that gets up as early as you do, because if you don't know audience and they gets up at a ungodly time, I would figure that you would want to take a nap. When do you wake up? Um, it varies. Like my my good time is the time when i wake up when i when things are really like firing right is like four o'clock um but somewhere in that range yeah, yeah. 4 a.m yeah i've had stretches i usually like go three. to sleep at three yeah we pretty much wow. passed the pond the, the pond <laughs> the baton and then we move on <laughs> wow baton. four and when do you go to sleep then 6 p.m ideally <laughs> no like 9 30 9 30 is my bedtime doesn't happen all huh. the time yeah man wow. um and that's just a little segment on things about anthony catch you all later before the song is something dumb we're Pew. done we're done Pew. we're done Pew. we're done <laughs>